0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about who you truly are, why you've came, why you've chosen to come now, and what's really happening in our reality, where we're going and things like that. I think you'll find it absolutely amazing. It's hard to explain where all this is going, but in general, Joshua is expressing that we are moving through lower densities into higher, lighter, easier densities where things happen faster And all of our guidance from our inner self and from our guidance supporters is helping us shift our perspective on ourselves in every area of our life, and that's what helps us move into these upper densities. That's why they say they are there to guide you to what you truly want rather than what you think you want, because what you think you want is derived from a limited perspective. From their perspective, what this is all about is how to radically shift your perspective. So a lot of us come in with childhoods that made us feel unworthy, but we also had an inclination to find this information, to ask how to feel better. We're all emotionally sensitive. In that setup of our childhood, it gave us the greatest potential to leap to higher perspectives. So if you think about your childhood and what happened and how you believe yourself to be wrong or bad or unworthy of something, that's all set up by you by design so that you could make this massive shift. And so now that you're here you can think about yourself in a new way and appreciate those in your life for helping you create that trajectory. And that's the trajectory that got you to this information. Starting tomorrow, we have the three courses going. The first course is Foundations. It's a four-week course with a weekly coaching call and access to Joshua Live, as are all the courses. Once you're in any course, you can take the course over and you can always access Joshua Live, White Light, and the different things, different calls that we have going on. Foundations course is a four-week course. Starting Monday, we'll also have the basic training course and the boot camp. And if you have done the basic training and the foundations, the boot camp is the next step for you. Send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I will send you information on all the courses. Just let me know which ones you've taken. If you haven't taken any, if you haven't taken any, start at the foundations and go from there. In this round of courses, we are going to do two activations. One is going to be on... uh, One will be at the end of the Foundations course in four weeks, and one will be at the end of the Boot Camp in eight weeks. Those are included in any course you take this time around during Monday. Uh, It's not too late to get involved. Send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, and I'll send you all the information. All right. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share this with your friends and leave a review and all that stuff. Thanks for being here. Now, let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Joshua. Yay, Joshua. Joshua. Yeah. Hi
1: Joshua. Hi Joshua. Hi Joshua.
0: There's an interesting aspect of this reality you call Earth. You came here for a purpose, you came here for this specific adventure that can be had nowhere else. You came to forget who you are, you came to feel separate and you came to remember and you came to feel connected. Where else could you forget? Where else could you have this level of amnesia? Where else could you feel separate? Nowhere else. Now, if nowhere else can be what this earth is, then nowhere else could you be who you think you are in this reality. Nowhere else could you create this identity you think you have. You could not form an opinion of yourself the way that you could do it here. This was all intended prior to your birth. And you do this because you'd be able to come in at some perspective, and then through your life, through your experiences, through your intentions... Through your inspiration, through your connection with your inner self, through guidance, you would reach higher and higher perspectives. In this reality, you can come in and perceive yourself to be unworthy, not really possible in other realities. And from that limited perspective, you can go on a journey and you could discover who you are. In fact, you could learn more things. You could know more. You could remember who you are. And in the remembering who you are, you would have a leap in perspective. You would know that all the situations of your youth, all the conditions that were there at the time of your birth, all the people in your life were not just random. They were chosen. They were picked by you. They were agreements made. And you knew that in the remembering of who you are, you would not only shift yourself, but you would shift the entire planet, the mass consciousness of this planet. And in that shift in consciousness, you would be elevated to higher and higher and higher densities. This could not happen elsewhere, not in this time period, not in the way that you're doing it here. This is a great adventure, and you are great explorers. You are mavericks. You are here for something that cannot be had anywhere else. There are a few who would dare try this. You are the adventurers. And so when you think about yourself and how you might remember who you are, well, you might think about how brave you are, how sophisticated you are, how emotionally sensitive you are, how connected you really are with the people in your life, and how there's more going on than you could possibly imagine. Now, those of you who are on this call or listening at this later date, you came for a specific intention. Why are you emotionally sensitive? Why do you gravitate towards this information? Why do you feel such a connection with each other? Well, you came here to shake things up, to do things in a new way, to be the leaders, be the trailblazers, carve new paths that others would follow eventually, be the examples of those who are not living by the illusion, but by a greater reality that they can see for themselves that then becomes self-evident. Sure, you were taught to conform. You were placed in a society that had certain ideologies, but then you thought a bit outside the box. And why was this? Because you're emotionally sensitive. You could not tolerate the negative emotion. To you, it was unbearable. To others, it's more bearable because they did not choose the emotional sensitivity that you chose. And so in this unbearable state of negative emotion, when you perceive yourself as a victim. You might think to yourself that there must be a better way. There must be a way to feel better. And in that asking, how do I feel better? You were guided step by step to this and other teachings. Other teachings that somehow resonated with you, that somehow made sense to you, that with enough patience and enough prodding and digging and experiencing, you could see that There is actually more going on than you once thought. There's more going on than others are thinking. And so in this life that you are living, as you are remembering, as you are moving through the densities, as you are choosing a perspective and processing limiting beliefs and meditating and allowing your identity to expand through these experiences, you are brought to a new place, a place where humans haven't really existed before. And in this new place, you can see, feel, and experience something quite different from what everyone else is experiencing. You are experiencing what we call, and others are calling, the unimaginable. The experiences that have never happened before to anyone, ever. And in these new experiences that you are having, they are hard to believe at first, you are realizing something important here that you're having an experience because you've reached a certain level and the experience was designed for you as you go through the experience and understand the depth and the meaning behind it and the unimaginable things that you're seeing and doing and experiencing. You have to say to yourself, who am I to be experiencing this? Who am I to be thinking this way? Who am I to be acting differently than everyone else? Well, that's because you're a trailblazer. You are the one who has come to carve out this path for those who will follow. You wanted to be here first. You wanted to have this unimaginable experience. This is why you came, and this is the benefit of all the past lives that you've lived and all the experiences you've had, and your willingness to chart a new course, to think outside the box, to allow the life that you intended to unfold magically and elegantly to manifest everything you truly want, not what you think you want to go with the flow of how your life is and who the people are and to appreciate it all. You see, as you move through the densities, you will remember who you are and you will remember that you're connected, that you are one with all. This idea of oneness is why you came in the non-physical you cannot think any way else. You cannot feel anything other than oneness. In physical reality, you could have the illusion of limitation, the illusion of separation. You can feel the fear that emerges from that. But you're more powerful than that. And so it doesn't last long as long as you're willing to see yourself from a higher perspective, and that's the key here. You see, you cannot move through densities until you see yourself from higher and higher and higher perspectives. You are not who you think you are. That is a limited identity based on experiences that you had. It's all perfect. It's all right. There's not a thing wrong with any of it. It's just limiting. And so as you endeavor to see yourself and others from higher perspectives, you expand that identity and expand it more and expand it more. And as you expand that identity... You bring in your inner self. You connect more to your inner self. You are guided more. You receive more inspiration. You receive intuition and some empathic abilities may come online for you. All that you intended prior to your birth, as soon as you arrived at a certain perspective. Once you elevate yourself through all the work that you're doing, through processing limiting beliefs, through understanding connection and oneness, once you elevate yourself to those levels then your natural empathic abilities that you chose to bring with you will come online. They do not serve you as you exist in fear. But as you exist more and more in love, more and more in knowing, more and more in understanding who you truly are, then they serve a purpose. And that purpose is to help awaken others, to help others understand also that there's more going on here than they can possibly imagine. You'll start to feel comfortable talking about it to others you'll be inspired to do certain things you'll be inspired to show the way to show the light because underneath it all you've come for this purpose you are light workers you are teachers you are leaders you're highly experienced very powerful and when you return to the non-physical you will be thrilled at the adventure you had and you will be thrilled with the elevation in perspective that was had through the life that you lived Everything is working out perfectly for you and for everyone else as well. There is nothing to fear whatsoever. This life that you're living was designed perfectly by you, for you, in great detail. You are going to have the experiences you're going to have. And as you have those experiences, you get to choose the perspective by which you see them. That's up to you. It matters not which perspective you choose, but you've asked to feel better. And so, how do you feel better in this reality? You see yourself more truly for who you are. And who you are is a God. It's powerful beyond imagination, it is incredible, is talented, is skilled, is worthy of everything. That's who you are. It's who everyone else is. It's why you've all come. You are all one on the leading edge of the leading edge of the leading edge of thought within this universe. You chose this time, this place, this life, because this was perfect for you. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Daryl.
1: Hi, Joshua. I was recently having some um, visions of past lives and now fantasizing about future lives. And then I had this thought pop into my head that well, those past lies, whether or not it's true or not, it relevant? The only thing that's true is the eternal now. So can you comment on that?
0: It is true that this time that you experience in physical reality is linear and you can perceive a past and a future and a present. But it serves no real purpose. The past, from your fuzzy memory, is a version of you that existed at one point but no longer exists. You change in every moment. You certainly change. Every single day, every single month, every single year, every single decade, you're a completely different person. You're evolving, growing, expanding, learning, becoming more and more and more of who you truly are. From one life to the next life is similar to from one day to the next day. The experiences you had in a past life prepared you for the life you're living now. It was part of the creation of this life. You wanted certain experiences in past lives, you've had those experiences, and they set up what you want in this life. What you want from the non-physical perspective, however, is quite different than what you want from the physical perspective. From the perspective as the human, as Daryl, you might say, I would want parents who loved and adored me. I would want to be raised in a comfortable home, in a wonderful town, with lots of friends always understanding who I am. Well, there wouldn't be much of a perspective shift in a life like that. There wouldn't be much experience, much going on at all. From your perspective, that sounds fun and easy and what you would choose. But from the non-physical perspective, it has no interest whatsoever. You've had lives like that many, many, many times of great love and care from parents and family and friends. It's good for a while but then it gets a bit dull. You don't ride the kiddie rides anymore at amusement parks. You like the roller coasters. You like the thrill. And so you all come for a thrill. This is the thrill ride. This is the thrill ride, not only of Earth, but of the universe. This is only for the brave and the courageous and the daring and those who have experience. You are inspiring those in the non-physical to give it a try sometime. And you're just as you're inspiring those in physical reality to live life in a new way from a new approach, radically different. If you understood exactly what you were here to experience and the perspective that would allow you to experience it, enjoy, well, that might be a way to do it. That might be a way to feel good as you move through this life. If you knew that everything in your youth was set up perfectly so that you could get here now and without that setup you could not be here you would not have this perspective you would not know who you are you would not be able to have any of the unimaginable experiences we talk of you wouldn't feel the thrill and the rush of choosing your own perspective and seeing things from the higher perspective you wouldn't understand that you're connected to everyone else at all and you wouldn't shift to the higher densities you would be trapped or stuck or slowed down bogged down in the limited densities and in those densities you would feel fear because that's where the fear exists the fear is lessened as you reach the higher and higher densities through a choice of perspective and if you can't choose that perspective because what choice would you have now you think that if you had picked this rosy life that you that you would always be feeling good. when that's not the case. You can certainly see those around you who are living lives like that. And they are certainly not able to see themselves from higher and higher perspectives whatsoever. It is not possible for them. But where you are, what you're doing, well, you may feel uneasy at times, discouraged, frustrated, but you don't have the depth of despair that many humans have because they are frustrated that they cannot move they cannot change there is no possible way for them to shift perspectives they believe their lot in life this is how it's been for humans for centuries and there's only a few of you really who are choosing to see yourself from a higher perspective with all the freedom and abundance that you have in the western world it's still just a few of you who are choosing to believe what you believe to live in a new way, to consider how you feel, to manifest from emotion and not just efforting and struggling. This is something that you want to, not just for yourself, but to be able to show this as an example to others, to lead humanity to higher and higher and higher frequencies. Sure, you came here primarily because you thought that you could learn how to manifest what you think you want. The money, the cars, the mates, the jobs, houses. What you find is that you can have it all. You can be, have, and do anything. But it's not about efforting and struggling. It's not about anything in a past life that set you up for this life. It's not about what you call karma. It's about how you think of yourself in this moment. Are you choosing to perceive yourself as a creator? If so, you take responsibility for your perspective, for your perception of reality. You choose to see that you are the creator of that relationship, that experience, that manifestation event, that illness, that health, those finances, or you choose to believe yourself to be the victim of someone else who's in control of your life somehow. That's up to you. Either way. Your choice in this life is not what you specifically manifest, but how you choose to perceive yourself, your perspective. Raise that perspective, you raise your vibration. From that vibration, you attract what you truly want. You attract what feels good because you're feeling good. Makes sense. How you feel in an experience creates the next experience. How you feel in that experience creates the next experience and so on and so forth. Well, for most humans, living in fear, perceive themselves as victims, they are creating from an emotional powerhouse of fear, of dissatisfaction, frustration. And their lives are generally the same over and over and over and over and over again, day in, day out, day in, day out. Well, most people aren't comfortable with radical change. Most people are not comfortable believing things where there is no empirical evidence set forth by someone else who they believe has some kind of experience or expertise. No, well, there's no one who has experience or expertise in shifting perspective. Except you. There are no examples for you to follow. You're the first. You are in charge of your perspective. That perspective tends to be limited by the identity that you feel is you. That identity is a mere fraction of who you truly are. As you expand the identity, guess what happens? You increase your frequency, your vibration, your perspective. And that causes experiences to happen. Manifestations, to come into your reality designed for one thing and one thing only to show you a higher perspective. Will you adopt the higher perspective? That's up to you. Now, if you're having visions of any kind, just like anything else, it's there to show you one thing, that there's another way to look at life from an even higher perspective. When you are shown anything, that is unimaginable, such as a vision of a past life, that is designed to help you elevate your perspective. So think about the vision that you had. Think about the life you were living. Think about what interests you in that life and what interests you in this life. Think of the similarities and the differences and think of how you've evolved since that life. Think of how you have evolved since 10 years ago or 20 years ago or a month ago, you're continuing to shift your perspective. Who you are today is much different than who you were the first time we met. You've evolved. You've all evolved. You've all evolved one way and one way only, in perspective, in how you see yourself. And you will notice a corresponding feeling. You might not remember exactly how you felt five years ago but generally you knew less. You remembered less of who you are and how this world works. You're remembering more and more. You're not really learning anything. You're remembering more and more. And so when you compare yourself to any other aspect of yourself, whether it's who you were a year ago or who you were in another life, look at the evolution. Look at the challenges. Look at the setup of your life. From our perspective, you chose a design of your life that would give you the greatest chance to shift a perspective. Born in another country, two parents who had a completely different approach to life, in fear, somehow, some way, moving you to this country, where you have the freedom to be who you are and to choose any belief system, to communicate that, to find the information, to freely interact converse with your friends about it. That is a massive shift in perspective. That is what you wanted. You didn't want the love in the childhood. You didn't want the great care and the easygoing life. You wanted the life you got. Exactly. Now, how you experience in in this now moment is either with appreciation and gratitude as the creator for the life that you created and the people who served you in that life, or from the perspective of the victim where things happen to you. You will notice quite a difference between those two options. One, you feel empowered and good, and you are operating at a very high vibration with a high perspective. Two, you feel disempowered, victimized, and not so good. You have nowhere to really go from the deep, dark, limited perspective of the victim because the victim will want to hold on to that victimhood as proof of how bad their life was. So it takes great courage to come from that, to choose to say, I am not separate from those people. Those people served me in my design of this life so that I can shift my perspective upwards. In that, you drop to your knees in gratitude and you feel the emotion that corresponds with connection and oneness wonderful question terrence hi joshua
2: i don't know how to say goodbye let's say a friend of mine called me the other night i was on my way to do something but i wanted to be in a kind and of giving and and it, it, you know we had interesting conversation so at the end of the conversation i felt a good vibration i, I I told him, I was glad you called, you know, and I, I like interactions with people and learn more. And, and so he kind of kept talking after that. And so, and then later on I said, yeah, hey, it was, it was an awesome conversation. But in general, can you give me like some things to think about so that after I say goodbye, that I feel like I was, that I kind of put me, to help me put myself in a high vibration as we part, as I part ways. I mean, because, okay, this, in the spectrum, there's uh, one end of the spectrum of how to say goodbye. It could be, hey, I hope you make a lot of mistakes today and you learn more today than you ever learned in any other day of your life, you know. Or on the other side, maybe I could say, hey, I hope you have no problems today, everything works out, so you learn nothing today. Because most of the times after I say goodbye, I'm always thinking like. It didn't come from a good place, from a high vibration. You know, like when I said goodbye to the guy that called me, like in that situation, I I was able to come up with something. But generally, I always feel like it didn't come from the right place. Excellent.
0: We understand exactly the vibration from where you're coming. So from a limited perspective, from a lower vibration, you would perceive that the other person is completely separate from you. And that their life is lucky or not lucky, fortunate or unfortunate, good or bad, and that things can happen to them. And so from that perspective, you would hope, as the victim would hope, that nothing bad happens to them. I hope nothing bad happens to you today. And that's generally what people are saying when they say, have a good day. They're perceiving themselves as separate from the other person without any control over the day that person's going to have, and they hope nothing bad happens to them. When you wish a loved one well, as they go on a adventure or journey to a foreign land, essentially because you feel separate and disconnected from them and not understanding who they truly are and that they are the creator of their own reality, you hope nothing happens to them. Well, what you're actually hoping for is that You don't feel negative emotion in case something does happen to them. That's what you want. And so you want them to be safe in this limited perspective of separation. From the higher perspective, the highest perspective, they are you. Since you are here to have this big, bold, full life of adventure and shifts in perspective, knowing nothing can happen to you, everything happens for you, that you're the creator of this, it's over in a blink of an eye, and you will have all the experiences you intended to have, no matter what, how you choose to perceive them is up to you. You would say the same thing to the other person. I trust you'll have a wonderful day. I trust you'll have all the experiences you need today. I trust that you will choose the highest perspective. I trust that you know that I'm there for you if you need anything from me. And I trust that you'll have the inspiration to do what is necessary for you to do to have the experiences that you've chosen to have this time around. Of course, unless you're talking to your friends in this community, that would sound preposterous. So what do you do? We suggest you think about the words hope and wish and sorry and things like that that do not really apply to the creator. And you come up with whatever words, whatever Greeting, whatever goodbye that resonates with you in the full connection of this other person. You don't have to say anything. You will never actually be separated from that person. You are eternally linked to everyone you know. Eternally linked. There's not one person that you know in your life that you have not known for eons. You said, I'm going to pop down to earth. I'm going to have this experience. I will be. Probably in this place at this time, if you're around, let's intend to bump into each other. To have a physical experience with each other. We can be friends, we can be enemies, it doesn't matter. We can be brothers, parents, lovers, does not matter. We would love to interact in a physical way, not really remembering who we truly are, but sensing the connection and intending to see each other from the highest perspective possible. The only thing that you want to do in any relationship is endeavor to see the other person from the highest perspective, to come into full alignment with who you truly are, and then let the inspiration flow and have no fear in acting on that inspiration. You cannot make a mistake. You see, if this person needs you to say goodbye for whatever their experience is, you will say goodbye. if they need you to punch them in the face, you'll find yourself punching them in the face. They need that experience. You've agreed to offer them that experience, whatever it is. You cannot make a mistake. They are going to get what they get. And most of the time, they're perceiving you from a completely different perspective than you're perceiving them. They don't know who you are whatsoever. You don't really understand who they are. When you return to the non-physical, as you are returning, as you are moving up in the densities to your home in the non-physical, you will remember along the way who they are. Before you even get there, you'll say, oh, that's who that was. That makes total sense to me now. I get it. You'll have so much fun in the reunion and remembering. And you will think it was spectacular, the relationship you had. You will not care whether you said goodbye or not goodbye, if it's what you said exactly, because it's all perfect. They will have perceived it from their perspective, in their unique frame of reference, from their unique identity, and believing what they believe and thinking what they think. Of course, you have no control over that. You wouldn't want to. And you cannot create in a reality. So there's nothing you do good, bad, indifferent, that has any effect on them whatsoever. It's only how they perceive it. You can't know how they perceive it. So just remember, you're eternally linked. You are one with them. You are one with every other human who's come in to have this experience, you're doing it as a mass together, elevating each other through new experiences and experiences that you chose prior to your birth to get you to higher perspectives. It's all a game of getting you to a higher perspective. They come to serve you, to have an interaction, to spark the inspiration for this question. What do you do if friends not feeling good, if they're sick, if they're in the hospital, do you agree with their ailment and their diagnosis and their complaints about others in their lives? Or do you hold a higher perspective? And you offer them the example of one. They may not be happy with you all the time. And as you endeavor along a path that's chosen by very few, if you remind them that they are the career of their reality, the career of an experience, they certainly don't want They may not be happy with you, and so you may avoid those encounters and that explanation until they're ready, until you're inspired. Now, when you're inspired, you may have a bit of fear. Oh, if I say this thing I'm about to say, they may think I'm nuts. And you push past the fear, and you say what you're inspired to say, and it'll come out eloquently and perfectly for them, and they will perceive it and hear it from their perspective. And it will cause a shift in the way they think. It will cause a shift in what they believe. You will help them see things they never saw before, hear things they never heard before. And that is a different perspective. Just showing them a different perspective. Do you know that maybe this didn't happen to you? Maybe it happened for you. You hear more and more and more people talking this way now. 20 years ago, this was not the case. 20 years ago, it was uniform consciousness of victimhood. This is happening to us. This is happening to me. This is happening to you. You have to control it. You have to be safe. You have to protect yourself. You have to build barriers. Less and less and less and less of that is going on. More and more and more of you who are saying, no, no, no. Everything is for me. I can see it, or at least think about it, or at least believe that one day I will understand it. That's what you're here for. And when you do, you will always say the perfect thing. In fact, even in victimhood, you'll always do what you need to do in that time period. You can't make a mistake. You can't fail. There is no wrong anywhere in the universe. But what you want to do is feel better. What you want to do is connect more. What you want to do is uplift, teach, share, without looking like a loon. Well, if you don't care so much... About how you look. Because there's enough of that going on in there. You don't have to soften it so much that it becomes palpable for them. You could just be Terence because Terence is perfect. Terence was built for this. Terence does not meet anyone by accident. It is all designed, not for you to help them, but for you to exercise your power. Your ability to teach and to lead and to show another way. That's what you're came for. That's what you are built for. You're realizing this more and more and more. And when you understand that you cannot fail, you cannot upset anyone, you cannot damage relationships, this is just a blink of an eye, you can do what you are inspired to do. Whatever that is. So how do you get to the inspiration? You see yourself as perfect. You see your friend as perfect. You see the conditions as perfect. The setup as perfect. And you connect in that perfection as one. You drop your fear. You drop your attachment to outcome. You will get a thought. You'll push past the fear. And you'll say what's on your mind. That will lead this person into saying what's on their mind and back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth. And before you know it, you've said some of the most eloquent, inspirational words that's ever been uttered by any human. And you look back on that and you say, where did that come from? Who was that talking? How did that come out of me? Because you're ready. It's because of who you are. It's because in alignment, you are more powerful than you can imagine. And those who show up to have conversations with you briefly or at length, are there for you to exercise your ability, your skill as a teacher and a leader? Wonderful question.
2: Can I ask one more thing? Is like, and I heard something about kindness. It always wins. And I thought about it so much in in a way that even if you're in disagreement with somebody, if you're kind and how you're blessing, but am I being kind out of fear or because I want them to, I want it to be a good, better connection. And is that kindness always wins. Of course. course,
0: kindness, compassion, wonderful things, but they're coming from a perspective that's limited, that's separate. Compassion, putting yourself in the shoes of others, but you are the other. There is no other. It is all you. So the connection is just there. It's established. It cannot be broken it is underlying the very fabric of this reality. It's in the mass consciousness. You are all one. But the illusion is you're separate. Think above that illusion. That's all you ever have to do. Because as you think about that illusion, you are aligned perfectly with who you are and how this reality actually works. And you are connected to your inner self. Above the illusion, there is no fear because all the fear emerges from the illusion of separation. If that illusion does not exist for you, then there is no fear, especially in this area of connection. You are just there to be there. They are there for you. You are there for them. Think not what you can do for them. Think what they are doing for you to establish new parameters of connection. Whether they're an enemy or a friend, it does not matter. If they are fighting and arguing against you, you can still connect. You can still accept. You can still endeavor to understand the underlying fabric of that relationship, which is love. What's love? Love is knowing. You know you are them. They are you. You are one. In that knowing, nothing else matters. So as you're moving towards more knowing through these experiences of connection, you will start to see it. And from there, you will see yourself from a higher and higher and higher perspective and every experience will revolve around that, bringing Terence to an even higher perspective of oneness, a higher connection. All you have to do is think about the truth of this reality. You are connected. You don't have to worry about another thing. Once you understand that and believe that, then everything else takes care of itself. There is nothing else to do. You don't have to do anything to create more connection when the connection already exists. All you have to do is see through the illusion, whether they do or not. It matters not if they ever have a glimpse of that connection, because you're the powerful one with the connection and the alignment and the inspiration flowing. That inspiration will give them whatever they need, wherever they are. It'll meet them there. You never have to decide how to do this or how to do that in anything you ever do. None of you do. It does not matter what arena you're in whatsoever. You never have to figure it out. All you have to do is see past the illusion of disconnection separation. If you can do that, you will be in alignment. You will be connected. If you can expand your identity to understand you're all one and that this Terrence version of you or the Daryl version of you or the Julia version of you is not the whole thing. It's just a piece of the mass consciousness of one, one of you is here. It's broken up into a lot of little tiny shards and fragments, all endeavoring to discover who you all are from unique perspectives. Think about that and you'll understand the power that's in each and every one of you. Julia. Thank you so much.
1: Awesome. Hi, thank you so much. I have a question about feeling good and being in balance right now. I want, my foot is in a lot of pain and it radiates up to my hip and through my back and up to my neck. And I feel like doing yoga and getting the orthotic shoes is all an urge to control conditions. And I just need some guidance to figure out like, am I acting on inspiration? Is it a means to control? I I just need help kind of seeing the higher perspective because Ultimately I just want to feel better. I don't I don't want the pain. Excellent. How do I see that?
0: Can you pick a date recently where you didn't have the pain? Yes. And at that time did you want what you want now? What do you mean? At the time of the No. Date, you didn't want what no. you want now. Exactly. Right. So you wouldn't have any thoughts of doing yoga or wearing those orthotics or getting surgery or going to a chiropractor, none of those thoughts would have come to you because they weren't necessary when you didn't have the pain. So a lot of the thoughts that you are having when in pain is, how do I kill this messenger? How do I get rid of the messenger? Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. You're here for a reason. You're here to show me something. You're here to show me resistance. But I'd rather just be done with you than get the message. Have you asked the pain what the message is? No.
1: Well, kind of, I think, but maybe I'm not listening to the answer.
0: If you were to ask the pain, why it's there, what the message is, what's the resistance, what's going on? That a simple manifestation event wasn't enough to get your attention, that it had to go into the body because you cannot ignore pain in the body. You have to think about it. Well, you spend a lot of your time in this pain trying to get rid of the pain instead of appreciating the gift of the messenger. And so you ask in this moment right now, off of the top of your head, what's the resistance that led to this? What are you thinking is wrong or bad in your life? Does it have to relate to my physical body? It might, there might be a clue in there.
1: I kind of feel like I have to keep everything in balance. So like family, faith, my physical health, finances, friends. And, you know, like if I'm just focusing on work because I have a new job that, you know, I, there's no time to handle myself with this pain. So and I the, have to just put it on the wayside.
0: Would the creator of her reality not give herself enough time to do what she needs to do? The creator would give herself time to do it, everything she needs to do. So only the victim could perceive that there's not enough time. Absolutely. So are you perceiving that you have to be focused on this new job and give up other things that are important to you? Yes. And what happens if you don't? Yeah.
1: I haven't really got into that, but I'll be seen as wrong or bad. Like they won't accept me. Right. You are trying
0: to promote an identity Mm -hmm. in order to get accepted, to feel some modicum of security. Right. Of worthiness, of your right to be there what if you didn't have to do that what if they were there to serve you tell us about this job you have
1: i'm doing the same thing i'm a special education teacher and now i'm at a school closer to home and i have to you know do more job responsibilities that i never had to do before
0: why do you have to do them? because they're because
1: they're telling me to
0: (laughs) why do you have to do them because
1: i because it's on my checklist and i have to do my checklist i don't know Check it off. Even though I didn't do it?
0: Check it off. What would happen? Check, 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 check check, 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 done. <laughs> now I can spend time with my kids. Now I can spend time with my husband. Now yeah. I can spend time cleaning my house. Now I can go yeah. and do what I want to do. Now I can spend time meditating. You see, you're taken care of. There's nothing you have to do. There is no effort and struggle required. If you're not going to get this message, then the messenger has to make it obvious to you by jumping on into your body and saying, slow down, take a week off, lay on the couch, spend time doing what you want to do. Work on this, not this imaginary occupation that you have. Be who you're supposed to be. Be who you designed yourself to be. Be who you meant to be. Have the experiences. Look at yourself from the perspective that you knew that you would find. Are you looking at yourself from the perspective of the creator of your reality, or are you getting drawn back into the illusion that you're just Julia, the teacher, working at a school, having to do all of the things through effort and struggle, just like everyone else? And sure, everyone else at that school can check those lists and do those things and complain and worry and not be in balance. You cannot, you know too much. You understand you're the creator of your reality. You understand that you move mountains with emotion, not with your body. You're trying, trying, trying to do what you think you're expected to do. And you're falling into a pattern, a repetitious pattern that you've experienced over and over and over again in your life a pattern of limitation. Who am I to not do what I'm told to do? Who am I to allow inspiration to come in and just do what the inspiration says to do when it's says to do it? I don't have time for this inspiration right now. I have to check these boxes and do these <laughs> things and clean up this classroom. Yeah. If you say Julia's in charge of your life, well, you can only see the four walls around you. But if the inner Julia... It's sending you inspiration says, hey, take the week off, lay on your back, watch some TV, read a good book, meditate, and come back knowing you're the creator of your job, your reality, your family, everything. You're the creator of it all. Act like that creator. You cannot at this level complain and whine and act like the victim. It will not work. You'll have inner conflict. And if you ignore it through manifestation events, well, it's going to get your attention one way or the other. As soon as you thank the messenger, as soon as you get the message, as soon as you drop the resistance, ease up on yourself and stop moving mountains with a shovel and stop moving mountains with how you feel about yourself and everyone else, they're not going to get mad at you because they're here to serve you. And if they get mad at you and if you feel negative emotion, that's your limiting belief and your manifestation event also to serve you. Do you see how this works? And if you just love them and accept them and know that you will do what needs to be done when you need to do it, if you're acting on inspiration, you see, they're asking for an example. They've made these checklists because they want to control because that's the only way they think anything gets done. They don't know what you know. Now, when you say, you know what? I'm going to act on inspiration and I'm going to get more done at a higher quality, with more impact than any other human being you've ever met for, before, and I will example yes. to others, they're going to fall on their knees in appreciation of Julia. You've leading them to a new way. You're the example. Think of yourself like that way, and we promise you, you'll get the lesson, you'll get the message. And the messenger might not be needed anymore, or there might be something else, but you don't care because it's not really a thing. It's only a thing from a limited perspective. Let's imagine that you're out with your friends and you're having a great time and you're all laughing and giggling and you walk into a restaurant and yeah, trip along the way and fall down and then jump up laughing because everyone thinks it's the funniest thing. They're all laughing with you. You don't feel any pain. But if you're feeling sorry for yourself, if things aren't going well, and then you trip and scuff your knee, the pain is tremendous. It's unbearable. The pain is relative to the perspective. From the high perspective, it's nothing. From the limited perspective of the victim, it's going to catch your attention always. That's how this works. Whether it's a manifestation event that causes negative emotion or an actual physical pain. It's the same thing. From the limited perspective of the victim it will always be more intense from the higher perspective of the creator it will be nothing. This is what it's telling you. Be the creator because you are not the victim and you cannot think that way anymore. Wonderful question. We have time for one more silly question.
3: But it's not a silly question.
0: Uh-oh. We will take it but, seriously then.
3: Okay. It's about pushing past fear and I was cycling and i had chosen to cycle four miles instead of two miles because i like cycling and i just wanted to do more of cycling i did do the four miles i pushed past my fear and i cycled four miles but as soon as i got off the bicycle i felt really sick in my stomach and nausea and fainting i don't understand how that could have happened because i had a very nice four-mile bike ride, I didn't feel pain while I was cycling. So that was two months ago, and then one month ago, my bicycle got stolen out of the garage. I was wondering, are those two events connected? You think? Um, (laughs) I, maybe, (laughs) I don't know. Well, maybe it got stolen because I don't want to ride my bicycle or
0: Maybe. Huh?
3: But I like the.
0: Place. You like it. I
3: like I liked my bicycle. It was so beautiful. And I, I was exercising on the cycle and seeing different parts of my neighborhood. And then, uh, I, yeah, I'm all confused here.
0: Do you actually like cycling?
3: I I'm not a lover of cycle cycling, but I like it for simple pleasure ride. Excellent. Nothing more.
0: It's a four mile ride a simple pleasure ride?
3: Um. Well, that day wasn't two miles. Is but four miles did not turn out to be that great.
0: Was it inspiration to go four miles, or was it? Ooh, I should go four miles.
3: It was. I should be
0: better. I should get be more healthy. I should be in better shape. Two miles is not good enough. It's not (laughs) enough. I should be happy with two miles. I have to double it. 2.1 miles, that's not enough. 2.2 miles, that's not enough. Double it. And they go at the end of it, oh, that was terrible. Oh my God, what was I thinking? I made a mistake. I should have done that. The traffic was awful. I had to go uphill. Why not, if you're inspired, get on a bike, pedal it around at whatever speed you want without needing to be anything and just enjoy the scenery. And then as soon as you Pops in your mind that you want to stop. Don't say no rush now. You shouldn't stop. You should keep going. You need more exercise. Your body is not perfectly fit. You need to get exercise for your heart. You need to have calisthenics and all these muscles moving. And otherwise, you're going to get lazy and your body's going to disintegrate and you're going to grow old and all these bad things are going to happen. So, in order to control the bad things from happening, you better double down on the cycling thing. And now it's not turning into this pleasure ride, it's turning into this. Torture protocol just so that you can avoid the eventual absolute collapse of the body that's inevitable by every single human being that's growing old. Not true. Not true. It's all in your mind. There is no aging. That's a belief system. You could look be and walk around at any age you chose. In the future, you will. As you race through the densities, you will. You might live to 300 years, but choose to look 25 the whole time. Perfectly fit, lean, without doing anything you don't want to do. It's a belief system in the mass consciousness that says, this is what happens to everyone. Everyone grows old. Everyone gets fat. Everyone gets slow. Everyone's muscles deteriorate. Everyone's heart has problems. It's a belief system. It's based in fear. It's pervasive, of course. Nothing wrong with it. But when you're doing things trying to control your body and it's not fun, it ain't going to work. Not possible. Does not fit within the laws of this universe. You do things because they're fun. And when they're not fun, you stop doing them. And you do something else that's fun. You act on inspiration. Inspiration will always have a little bit of fear, but be fun. Be enjoyable lead to higher perspectives. If you like the bike because it's pretty, hang it on the wall so you can look (laughs) at it all the time and never ride it. If you like to ride it, ride it until you don't like to ride it anymore. But if you're secretly saying, I have to get up at 6 a.m. and ride four miles, otherwise my body will turn to jello I don't want to do it at 6 a.m. I don't want to go to four miles. I don't want to go up and down hills. I don't want to pedal so hard. Hopefully, maybe someone will steal this bike. That's why I left it on the sidewalk. So do what you're inspired to do. Have fun. Enjoy life. It's over in a flash. Nothing is happening here. It's all an illusion. Connect to other people. See yourself from the higher perspective. And love Every single moment of it. Live it to the fullest. And don't be in fear of anything. Because when you return to the the physical you say, oh, that was all illusion. Why couldn't I see it? Why couldn't I see it? You won't even understand why you couldn't see it. You'll forget why you couldn't see it. It'll be so obvious to you. I could have done anything, but of course, you won't have any regret. You will know it's perfect. You will know it's perfect. And you will expand, whether you're expanding by suffering those last two miles <laughs> or by having as much fun as you can, you're going to expand anyway. You're all expanding. You're all expanding from this conversation. you will all expanding from the next experience you have. You'll expand to a new level tomorrow. You're either expanding in discontentment and disconnection and the illusion, or you're expanding in joy. The joy part is up to you. And that's determined by how you see yourself, your perspective, Your perspective of yourself in every area of your life is your vibration. That vibration is communicated to the universe. The universe responds with something that matches that vibration. The vibration of love is very high. The vibration of freedom, abundance, connection, oneness. So you get back very high vibrational manifestations. And the vibration of limitation and lack and separation is slower and denser and thicker and will return to you things that are slow and dense and thick so that you can play with them and see through them and rise above them. And when you rise above them, things happen faster. But you can't carry the baggage with you, the old beliefs. You got to let them go because manifestation events happen faster too to show you the baggage that you're holding on to. Practice releasing the baggage. Practice not making yourself do anything. Practice having as much fun as you can. But most of all, practice being in alignment so that you can receive inspiration and be guided to what you truly want. And what you truly want is a lot better, a lot more fun, a lot more free and abundant than what you think you want. So forget about what you think you want and just do whatever the hell you're inspired to do. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Joshua. Thank you, Thanks, Joshua. Thank you Joshua. Joshua. Hi.
3: Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Thank you, Joshua. you Joshua. Thanks everyone. Okay. Hey, everybody.
0: Well, that was an amazing episode. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I shouldn't say the word hope. Hope is <laughs> hope is the word for victim. So, I trust that you enjoyed that as much as I did. They're getting more and more deep here. It's been helpful to have the white light. As I've been asking the white light questions, I've been getting clearer on our purpose here, why we have chose to come here at this time, why we set up conditions of our youth as we did, and that really this life is perfect for us. If we can get on board with that, we'll start to shift our perspective so high that we'll, we'll be led into an unimaginable life. And speaking of that, Christy and I have started a new podcast called An Unimaginable Life. We've got one episode published so far, and I'm working on more right now. So you can check that out. We are on Podbean and Spotify and should be on iTunes pretty soon, but we're on a lot of different places. So search that in podcast and you'll find that. Uh, We are starting the next round of courses tomorrow. The Bootcamp, Basic Training, and Foundations course. If you haven't started any courses yet, Foundations is the place for you. It's an inexpensive course, four weeks, that has coaching calls and daily spiritual practice meditation And brings up 14 foundational spiritual concepts that will help you understand more of who you truly are, how the system works, and allow you to utilize those concepts in every area of your life to shift your perspective. The next course is basic training. Basic training is now a six week course. We have 24 additional concepts plus two weeks of integration. And then finally, the boot camp is for those who have gone through foundations and basic training. One is also open to all new people, and that will shift your perspective to a whole new level altogether. This round of courses, we're going to have two activations. We're going to do one at the end of Foundations in four weeks, and the one at the end of Bootcamp in about eight weeks. The one at the end of Bootcamp turns out to be Thanksgiving, so we may move that back a week or so. But anyway, those activations are absolutely incredible. They have become more meaningful than we ever imagined. There's something to do with the DNA on that. We will probably be going on the road and doing activations around the country. Uh, So if you take any of these courses, the activations are free and I don't think you're going to want to miss those. If you have any questions for me, send me an email to garybotley at gmail.com. If you want more information on the courses, it's not too late to jump in and I'd be happy to answer any questions you have and send you all the information. All right. Remember to like and subscribe, share it with your friends, do all that stuff. We really appreciate you. Leave a review. Love it. See you next time.